Okay. Um, in a world where people are still partying and throwing condos out of, well, condos, bottles out of condos, um, this is the event. I'm your host, Jay Hunterville. Um, we got the nerdsy here. Hey. Um, we got Del Pesh here. Hello, Del Pesh. Oh, okay. Okay, you're trying to show face. Ah! Just, a, just a little bit, just a little bit. I just uh, gotta. Okay. All right. Okay. I'll come back. I'll come back. Hold on. And okay. Okay. And um, there's um, a special guest that we have here today has a single called Year of the Savage coming out on Friday, February the 26th. Um, this is Siren Sav. Hey. What up? What's going yeah. on? Singles dropping this Friday. Yo. I'm going to say shout out to Siren Sav. Siren Sav was legit my first, like, interview. Like, my nice. first interview as the event at the um, the event, live live. event that we had. And I was, like, when I say I was scared because I didn't know how to... I'm still scared to do interviews now. But, like, you were my first one. So, it's, like, coming back full mm-hmm. circle. So, I just want to say thank you for being here once again. Okay, well, thanks for interviewing me again. Um, I'm totally with you on that nervousness thing, but, you know, we just play it off. Yeah, yo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man, straight face. That's what we're doing out here. So um, how have you been? How have you been? I've been good, you know, uh, staying safe, staying inside, and staying sane. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What about you? Uh, I'm all staying right, sane. you know. <laughs> I'm trying to stay stay alive, you know, staying sane, staying alive. It's 2021. Um, mm-hmm. 2020 was like a crazy year. So it's 2021 and we're Definitely. trying to just get back on my bearings, trying to say, you know, it's not going to be the same. But, you know, we're still at home. So, I, I mean, yeah, I don't I don't it, know how but to it is. From. Yeah. You got to keep working, keep grinding. We got to do what we got to do, you know. Yeah, it's true. Keep working. Yeah, exactly. so so for the people that don't know you, who is Siren Sav? Uh, you know, Siren Sav is just a mixture of things. Just, you know, um, I feel like, you know, that's me, my persona, all the aspects of myself that, you know, I guess different versions of people, like different versions of myself that people meet. It's kind of like all encompassing of that. And just mm-hmm. energy and lyrics and vibes and just just me being mm. unique and a little awkward. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And who is Siren Sab off the mic? Um, pretty quiet, pretty like you know reserved. It's it's like um, I guess I'm more of an introvert. And Siren Sav is more of my extroverted, loud, excited version of myself. Just, just overall good vibes. That's that's me on the mic and off the mic. Quiet, reserved, usually really internal. Don't talk too mm-hmm. much. And my face usually more like this. Mm-hmm. So, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just straight face all the time. I hear that. I hear that. So, yeah. like, what is your background? Like, what was your child look like, childhood like? What was your background? Uh, well, I grew up in a Caribbean household, Jamaican, you know. Um, mm. 
my parents are Jamaican, they're from Jamaica, but, um, you know, the, they came here when they were really young. So they did grow up uh, Canadian, but, you know, mm-hmm. my grandparents and everything still very, very Jamaican household, you know, food yeah. and oxtail and all that's my favorite, mm. um, all of that. Hey. And just like the whole like um, reggae dance hall scene, like um, my uncle is a Rasta. So I went to spend time with him, him and my grandfather to always play um you know the reggae classics you know, everybody knows those barbecue hits, you know you don't even know things that you don't <laughs> but you know the words you know the rhythms you know it so yeah that's pretty much um my childhood so it was it was cool you know grew up in um brampton and just multicultural like i lived in toronto at one point that was pretty much where i was born and then i lived in saga then i lived in brampton for a majority of my life so that's you know that's where i rep but yeah. Mm-hmm. What would you say is your favorite place out of all those places, Brampton, Mississauga, Toronto? What was your, you know, pros and cons you would say? <laughs> um, I would say I, I did like living in the city for a time because you didn't really need a car, but mm-hmm. I find that I'm more of a suburbs kind of person. I did like it when I was like younger, but I feel like, you know, I'm getting kind of like, I, I'm getting really introverted since the lockdown. I'm like, hey, you know, I kind of like this being alone and quiet and to myself. Um, so, yeah, that I would say the city life kind of isn't as appealing to me as it was before. So maybe like I do really like Saga. I did spend like my childhood there, a lot of fond memories there. Um, so I spent a big chunk of my life in Saga. So I would say uh, if I couldn't live in Brampton I would live in Saga I would I would definitely live there because it's kind of in between both the suburbs Mm -hmm. and the city so it's like the best of both worlds for me it's not too much city and it's not too much boring suburbs you know so Mm -hmm. if if I had a third home I would go to Saga too second would be Scarborough yeah Yeah. Scarborough yeah Scarborough's cool too because of God that's really far that's the only reason yeah, I totally, I totally agree with Mississauga though, because like living in Toronto, it's like mm-hmm. it's fun. You know, you're right with the traffic. With, you know, you don't need a car and whatever. But like sometimes you just need your space. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, it's a very I, I a lot. congested. It can be a lot for people. Mm. Yes, I so, would say. Yeah. Yeah, and when I'm in Brampton, I like Brampton's peace and quiet. You know what I mean? But you know, yes. it gets boring. I like and that too. Slowly, I feel like Brampton is getting like packed yeah. a little bit more yeah but like i do like yeah there's you know. definitely a yeah i think there's a lot more people now in brampton than before a lot of people are moving out there but the thing is i feel is like people live there but we don't do anything there we right. leave we we all live there work other other places we probably work in saga or toronto go to toronto for excitement or anything interesting but mm-hmm. that's that's it and just so. separate when you're ready just go back to your cocoon in Brampton and chill you know yeah I mean I wish Brampton was a little more like Saga or maybe just had a little more entertainment on our end so that we don't have to go so far mm-hmm. for excitement or anything <laughs> interesting really <laughs> it's true it's true I hope I hope they figure that out I don't know it's COVID they have time to sit down and yeah. think it was Mississauga um, that had the um, there's a lot of a lot of pondering going on Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was Mississauga that had the um, the fried chicken festival, so 
I mean, they're doing, they're, yeah. doing, they're doing certain festivals, right? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. I was going to say what your favorite Kinda food is at Oxtail. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, 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 no. Okay, Oxtail was my favorite food, but I just really been on my seafood lately. Okay. So I have to say lobster is my favorite. That is, it's right there on Ooh, my uh, list. Lobster. Uh, is it any particular any particular kind? <laughs> um, I like um, was it Atlantic lobster more than the Caribbean lobster, like the mm-hmm. spiny lobsters? I think they're, they're, one is the Atlantic because I think that one has a nicer flavor, and that's the one you see in all the pictures where it's just like just red with the claws. Yeah, oh, and okay. the spiny lobsters kind of scare me. Yeah. <laughs> but they taste good too but i think the atlantic lobster tastes better and you know that uh mm-hmm. grill it on the grill with the with some melted butter and some lemon on top Jeez. anyway let's this not talk my... about that too much hey hey <laughs> hey hey we're foodies over here well right? i'm not really the greatest foodie but I'm, I'm a foodie i could say i like i tried lobster last year in like mm-hmm. november the, the, it was the Roy Jones Mike Tyson fight. That's my first time ever trying lobster. <laughs> okay. okay. And it was what? like was, was that a particular moment for you? Yeah, it was a particular move. I was feeling bougie, you know. <laughs> okay. Watching okay, the fight I from you. A, I feel you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was gonna say why that fight. <laughs> watching it from a bootleg fight, I was suited up, suited ready, you know what I mean? You're suited okay. up. Like, you know, and um I uh, gotta have the right snacks, right? At the right yeah, time. yo, got the right snacks, yeah. everything was blessed. Um, got the red lobster lobster. That's my first time ever trying. It. I didn't even know how to open it. Mm. It can't that cut you too. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, so it can. It, it hurts you. That's kind of what makes you exciting. It's like you're enjoying it, but it's also a little dangerous. You know, I don't know. I don't know about. Are you going? I don't know about that. Hey, that's my first. Hey, I, I'm not really a person that likes food that I have to like fight for, but. <laughs> Like I'm not gonna lie, it was it, good, but I wish I just had Seafood is one of those things. Yeah, I know. It's, it's part of the experience. It's part of the experience. You know, it's right. like you didn't kill it; it's already killed for you. Mm-hmm. But you still gotta kind of like get in there and try not to hurt yourself. And then when you get what is in it, it's like so rewarding because it's delicious. Obviously, mm-hmm. <laughs> even even crab legs, like those tiny, you have to break a tiny leg just for that little meat. Well, and- crab legs specifically snow crab legs those are bomb that's the only type of crab legs you should be eating <laughs> okay I'll, I'll, I'll write that the down. there's more just, meat there's more meat on the crab legs easy just i'll, I'll write this down that's it right yeah i'll, I'll write this yeah. down yeah Yo, yeah I, like those, you know those little crabs with the like those little ones where it's just mostly shell and then they have like little tiny legs and just the claws like the claws I don't know. I think that's Dungeness crab. Yeah. See, seafood connoisseur out here. Yeah. Okay. Dungeness well, crab hey. only has the claws, I believe. Yeah. And those ones are much harder to crack and eat. And they taste a little like saltier. They're a little more grainy, the texture. And then the snow crab legs has that soft meat. That's what you want to get. That's what you need to spend. Your I don't know anything. One, I don't know. Mm, so I don't know anything. It's between salt and soft. <laughs> Okay. I'll take your advice on that, Savannah. We believe yeah. you. Yeah, I'll yeah, for thing. sure. Because, yeah, I'm telling you, I know. Delicious. <laughs> oh, you know what? The best 
snow crab legs I had was actually in Miami. I don't remember what the place is called, but like they season their shit different out there. So good. Oh my gosh. I, Red Lobster is all we have up here. And that makes me very sad. It's made no. it's, here, here comes to my eye when I see things online about what they're getting in the States and why I only have to call up what's her name on WhatsApp to maybe get her to make it for me so I could get that same thing. There's no restaurant that does that. But it's okay. You know, 2021 is the future. Everyone is a chef now. They have their own restaurant. You right. don't have to open a restaurant. You just right from your house, right from the there, there's a There's a few so places cool. in Toronto. I'll put you on. I'll put you on. I know a few places, especially for seafood. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forget okay. one of their, I think it's a 416 house or something. And it's just mainly seafood. That's their specialty. So, okay. Like okay. for me, I when I tried don't lobster, play with me. For the you first have to time, remind me about that. Hey, <laughs> I don't know much about don't when I tried lobster, it was red lobster lobster. So, yeah. it was, like, you know what I mean? It wasn't there, there's like, it was, it's still um, really good. They're like, good for me, they're still good. I was yeah. just like, oh, well, okay, which one did you I get? tried it. It was like the, the, the feast, so it had like the lobster, it had. I think a surf and turf type, some surf and the turf, tail, lobster. Right? I didn't no, not the tail. Mm-hmm. I, was it the tail? Some part of the lobster I had to mm-hmm. crack. I started to do something. To <laughs> some part of the clock. <laughs> some part. So of if, it, it, was if the, it wasn't the tail, then it's the clock. Because I was really the only places there there's meat. Yeah. Right. So I tried it and I was just like, okay. Okay, but yeah, their food, their their lobster is pretty good. Mm-hmm. It was a tail. It was a tail. It was yeah. a tail. And I did. Yeah, like, you see, it's like. But it was okay. I don't know. No, you gotta like, you gotta try it a couple times. Like sometimes, if it's not made right, I could see why you'd be like, eh, it's all right. But when it's made right, it just makes you want to sing to the heavens and feel like you're in a Disney musical all okay. of a sudden and just start spinning around. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I might have to try. Um, I'm just, I'm just it? really Captain extra about Boyle? food. Captain Boyle is is okay. No, hey, I find that talk. the. I get. I have to tap out after. Yeah, James about to go in. He's like, we could talk about this food all day. Yeah, listen, <laughs> we can. Listen, we can. Listen, there's no problem. No problem over here. I. I w- I'm gonna make a mixtape about food. Don't worry. Hey, oh, okay. Now. Okay. <laughs> I'll make a mixtape about my favorite food, and we'll just we'll just have fun with it. That's 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 what I like to do. You know. One thing I would say is, based so, off my experience, mm-hmm. lobster has potential. I would say that. But red lobster was just basic. It has potential. You know what I mean? I would say that. Yeah, but that's all you need with that. You like lobster is kind of just like it's already as is. Like that's usually just how it's good. You just put bare minimum some butter and some, you know, lemon juice. Because sometimes like over seasoning that it doesn't it kind of loses the flavor of lobster, which is what kind of what you're looking for with that. But yeah, red lobster sometimes are kind of hit or miss, not going to lie. But they are pretty good, pretty consistent. I get the Bar Harbor Bake because it comes with all the seafood in it and pasta. Oh, uh, wait, what's it called? A Bar Harbor what? Right it's Jeez. called like the Bar Harbor Lobster Bake. And so it's kind of like just all the seafood with the pasta and like garlic, oh, red okay. wine or white wine sauce Jeez. or something like that. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Okay. I'll, I'll, to, I'll stick to the endless shrimp still. The garlic shrimp, breaded shrimp. That's pretty good, too. 
you know, shrimp alfredo or whatever it's called. I'll, I'll go with that. I only know shrimps and like Escovish <laughs> fish. Escovish yeah. fish. I never liked it when I was young because I felt like I was going to die every time I ate it. I always choked on the bowl. And now I know the anatomy. I'm, I'm good. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Yeah. Hey. Escovish is nice. I, I love that. My grandma makes it really good. It's Look, man, I'm just I'm just there for the cheddar biscuits. I'm sorry. I don't, you guys are talking fish with red lobster. I'm just there for the biscuits. I'm, I'm sorry. Their and biscuits if, are okay. They're good, it, it, but it it's take, like it, I wouldn't go there for that. What? This is red, lo- this is red lobster we're talking about, though. Like, it's not no like, like, the, the, bro, the biscuits, biscuits are a setup. The biscuits are a setup. The, the biscuits are just a little, that's a little side thing. Like, mm. you, like they're a meal. That's what you go there for. And then you just have the biscuit to kind of tone down all those flavors and sop up all that friggin' like moisture from all that seafood, you know? But they're all right. I don't know about that. Nah. But next question, next question. We'll, we'll go to the next question. Right? I'll, okay. just, I'll just say okay. one thing about it. I know we're, we're <laughs> off track, you know, just we're rolling, you know? Yeah, you know, yeah, we're like. The one thing I'll say about the biscuits, okay. it's never the same when you leave. But anyway. Um, it, it really is. It's never, it's never the same. Um, so back to music. Um, what artists were you listening mm-hmm. to back then? Yeah. Uh, back then, back when? Back in the day, like when you were younger. Like, um, I've always been into, you know, 90s era hip hop. That, that's kind of like how I first got introduced to hip hop in the first place. I remember when I was probably like eight, I got um, maybe like seven, seven or eight, got the Space Jam CD, the soundtrack CD. And I just remember really loving that CD so much. My, my grandpa got me a Walkman and I just put that in there. And this is, you know, before things were interesting and you had a lot of free time and imagination and I would just have a great time bumping whoever was on that. And I remember liking um, this one track that had like LL Cool J and Buster Rhymes and Ghostface Killer, And it was just really good. And it was like the Monstars. And I really liked that. And then at the time, you know, on TV, they were always playing like Tupac videos and big videos. My dad had a Life After Death CD. I was definitely listening to that. I should not have been listening to that. But (laughs) yeah, it's just that that whole era really, like, really interested me. And just seeing like, seeing it evolve and then seeing like, um, you know, Missy and Eve and all these other women started doing it. I always gravitated towards them. When they were that whole era in the early 2000s of having like bands and groups and there was always a girl group where there's three of them and then one of them raps and I always like the rapper. I'm like, yeah, that's me, that's <laughs> me. I wanna be like her. So yeah, that whole like um, era, that's, that's what I would listen to. So. Uh, you know, like Mob Deep, Nas, and just a lot of lyrical rappers I would listen to. But then I definitely liked listening to, you know, music that had like a, a vibe, a bounce to it. Um, so, yeah, just always really loved hip hop. But, you know, I think I would detour and land on some other genres for a bit and you know, like some rock. Um, there's specific bands I, don't, I can't even say, oh, yeah, I really like this genre. Is like there's like specific people or songs I listen to for a period of time. And, you know, that's mm-hmm. that's what it is. Like, um, who is it? Like, Billy Talent, I really liked. 
Aye. at one point. The river below? Jeez. Um, you know. <laughs> yeah, that was my track. Uh, uh, Paramore. Mm. Um, there was a, I, I liked Nickelback, too. I don't know. I don't know why people like were hating on Nickelback yes. at any point. Like I never understood that. And I felt like people would just bandwagon on that. And it's like, do you even listen to Nickelback? Because it just felt like like come on, did you listen to the spike? I've listened enough. <laughs> Nah, nickel, oh. Nickelback's a hot no for me. Nah. Yeah. Oh. Oh. It's that, like, mm-hmm. yeah, there's just like certain aspects of different genres that I feel like can all be integrated into hip hop. There's all like people that have different styles, you know, that screamo kind of rapping. I mm-hmm. think maybe X started with that. And Excelsior, um, yeah. And then six nine kind of sounds like that. Yeah. So it's like I think that like them blending that style was really cool to me. I think that mm-hmm. that's cool. I, if I could do that, I would do that, but I don't have the voice for that. But yeah, <laughs> hip hop is my <laughs> shit. I love it. I'll, I just have a <laughs> random question. Um for like you know 90s and stuff i know there's been a lot of verses and everybody's going back on the versus battles but there's one versus battle i haven't seen mm-hmm. yet so i just wanted to know your opinion mm-hmm. who you think would actually like i'm not saying that you know this one's better than the other artists but like who do you think would actually like win and who i have is mm-hmm. missy elliott versus buster rhymes mm-hmm. Ooh. Missy versus Busta. See that sounds like I actually really, really like love both of them. Um, mm-hmm. Like especially when they were both like really at the top of their shit. Man. Um, music videos. Yeah, they were their style. I've re- definitely very heavily influenced by both of them. Um, <sighs> I'm like playing some of their tracks in my mind right now. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think I I don't know. It's that's really hard to say because mm-hmm. I feel like maybe it depends on like what you liked more, I guess. I think in terms of like Missy's songs being catchy and like you just hooking onto it as soon as you hear it. I feel like she would win that more so because I feel like more people would know her songs by heart. Everybody knows a lot of Busta Rhymes songs too, but I feel like I'm like, I really was listening to Busta back then. I don't think y'all was listening to his tracks, like how I was, how I can mm. quote it for you. But mm. you know, I think they're, I think they're both really dope. But mm. I, just, I think, uh, I think Missy would win that for sure. Mm-hmm. But Busta's twenty can so. beat a lot of people, a lot. Busta has yeah. a hard yeah. twenty, so he he does he has some fire tracks and i know so like i'm saying i personally would th- i would think in my book that he would win like if i was saying just me in my opinion if everybody was like me i would be like yeah he wins hands down but not everybody i don't think is like me so i think majority of people would probably 
say like Missy would win, but right. I think Busta has way more like in terms of like lyric heavy. He he definitely has more of that wordplay and stuff, and mixed with the whole like eccentric style. Mm-hmm. So I I personally he's my favorite, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just thinking in my head certain songs that Busta did like Busta what it is right now. He has a song with Janet Jackson. What's it gonna be? Pastor, I, yeah. Pastor, I mean, that's the that's the Kavashi. Yo, touch Pastor it. Was Kavashi, a all of, I'm trying to think. I don't like, Put your hands you know what? He, see? I, he he was. I feel like he was doing things. He was making music a little bit longer than Missy was in, mm-hmm. in terms of like where she stopped. So mm-hmm. I feel like based on that, yeah, maybe over time he's his catalog has gotten bigger. So yeah, he probably does have more hits than she would at this point. But yeah, yeah, it, it's a really t- hard to say, honestly. But yeah, Buster Rhymes for me, his give me, he give me some more video when I was a little kid, seeing I was at my grandma's house and BT was playing, and then that video came on, and it starts with some lady, and so you know, with the friggin' like fish eye <laughs> camera, fish, mm-hmm. fish eye lens, she's the like all eye. up in the camera, and then it's like some little kid turns into this blue monster. Oh, he's just gosh, running. Give me nightmares. That literally gave me nightmares for the longest time, but I loved it. I was like, this song is so dope. This is really exciting, but this monster scares the shit out of me. <laughs> that might be his top 20 track. Anytime yeah, that I bumps, I, I rap the whole thing. That, I just yeah, go back. Give me some more. Put your hands yeah. where my eyes can see. Two top two favorite songs. Yeah. I was cool. I was cool with that. I'm cool with that. When, where, when your hands were, I will see was a proper music video. I like that one. But give me I some more trip me out as a kid. It did. Yeah, it was too much things trippy, was going on. Man, didn't yeah. didn't know the lyrics, but there's too much and going then on. He like. had, I think he was also like there's a part where he has like um like this like blue no like tiger makeup on. I think that's what it was. Right. I don't know. He also looked creepy there too. And then the <laughs> put your hands my I can see part where like you know the people are wearing the glowing the dark stuff. The tribal, and then yeah. The way, like, yeah, but the way the beat was, and the way the people are moving to the beat, and oh man, I'll, I'll, I'll never forget that song. That's my favorite song forever. <laughs> yep, yep. Shout out to Busta and Missy, yo. Shout out to Busta, yo. man. Shout out to Busta and Missy for sure, for sure. Those are my, those are. If you were to ask me who are my biggest influences, those two people. Period. Okay. Like there's there's a long list, but like those two have to like be my biggest influences. Mm-hmm. No, I hear that. I hear it. I hear it. And now now that we talked about it, I see. It. I think that's why I asked the question. I kind of seen those certain things in the music videos, mm-hmm. and even like the beats and stuff like that. So I can see it now. You know, mm-hmm. look how the universe just aligns everything. Yeah. But um, <laughs> um, now another question I have here was. What were the sources that made you the source? Mm. Um, I would say that, um, you know, I was just, there's a certain level of confidence that you need to have as a rapper. And I feel like, you know, that I can be a reasonable person and da 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 da, you know, outside of the music. But in terms of when it comes to the music, I have to be present my best foot forward and I feel like I'm the source of that good music with the flow and the lyrics 
and everything that you want to hear that you didn't really know you wanted to hear that's that's where that's the bag I like to go into that's the bag I try to go into so I'd say that I'm the source of the hot shit that's all the sources that went into that is the time that I put into practicing all the time and just listening to music and just my overall passion and effort that I put into making what I put out and I just think that all of that makes it the source and the source for when you want to look for new things and just tired of what you're hearing I'm probably the person that you'll go to for that because my style is I should just call me, switch my name to style bender because that's what I feel like I'm going to do jeez, just blend jeez. a whole bunch of stuff together okay 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 shout out to izzy style bender I, I like that i like that um <laughs> um how do you feel about like the toronto scene like the toronto music scene ontario scene i'll say canadian hip-hop scene how do you feel mm-hmm. is it how like how do you feel it's going like how is it for you challenges and stuff mm-hmm. like that um, I would say that there is a lot of talent up here. There's like a ridiculous amount of, of talented artists up here. Um, I think that the scene would be so much bigger and so much like it could be, it has the potential to be as to rival like, you know, our counterparts in the States. I feel like we're still at a point where we need to go to the States States to get hot and come back to get the approval from people here and I feel like that really kind of happens because you know before the pandemic there's just a lot of people that I guess you know we just feel like we just all want to just do music and I guess we're all kind of in a point where we're not sure what we want to do with our lives and stuff you know having fun and then you know some people are really passionate about this and it, you kind of have to be passionate and determined and and smart when you're approaching this because you will chew get chewed the fuck up and spit out because this game is not nice out here. There's a lot of you know, there's a lot of you know people who have bad intentions and you know they have their own things that are going on for them and so it, it's just kind of like there's not as much opportunity to grow. You know, it just kind of feels like everyone wants to be the next Drake. I want to be the next one person to be put on the next one person. Like there's only a finite amount of space for the next person to be as, to just be big. Whereas if Mm -hmm. everyone was thinking, yeah, let's help each other and we can all expand together so that we can build up a community. It doesn't seem like we're really thinking like that. It's kind of like, you know, there's these shows happening and everybody is going to these shows thinking that they're going to get opportunities to build fans. Whereas it's more of just, you're seeing the same artists over and over and over again. And it's all just you. It's not even fans. It's not, you're not getting any exposure. And then it starts to just become like, Oh, like we're always here. Like, okay, well now we're going to start butting heads. Now we're going to start fighting each other because you feel like there's less opportunity. And then you start right. to get competitive. Like, oh, I got to be better than this person at this. And then once one person starts doing a slightly better, not we're not talking like amazing. They're just, you know, on their little come up. That pisses other people off. They start to get, they start to, you know, get upset. Maybe it's not intentional that they're hating or whatever, but it's kind of hard to not feel like that when you just feel like, you know, you've been busting your ass or whatever. 
whatever because you know oh I went to the show and I did performed here and here and here and here and I feel like you know there's a lot of people that were taking advantage of artists trying to expand in the city um, which is kind of I guess good that this pandemic happened some people can reset and think about what they're going to do next you know start to learn the skills to help themselves you know there's a lot of things that I feel like I have to start doing like you know learning how to mix and all, all of that stuff to even be, still be able to work with my engineers and stuff but this is definitely a breaking point for a lot of people <laughs> if you are serious about it mm-hmm. you got to stay on it because you know in the states like Atlanta you know those places everybody helps each other even when you look back in like you know hip-hop documentaries and you see a lot of the people who are huge now you know there's a lot of people that in now want to be like oh yeah you know did it on my own solo dolo none of those people did that you know they they had people that helped them along the way and they helped each other in their corner and just yeah. yeah you know and that kind of helped them to expand over time and get bigger over time but now it's kind of like we're still in our infancy phase but some of us have egos that we need to check out the door because you know we just feel like not nah, we're we're it we're it I don't want to help you or maybe you come into this when you're like yeah I just really want to make good music because I love music you know like a lot of us start off like I'm just so passionate I love it and then we go mm-hmm. in and we start you know telling other people like yeah you're so good and being supportive to them but you know they probably got snaked by somebody else who said that same thing to them or somebody said that to them and then they're talking shit behind their back and then all of these things and then that kind of starts to affect those people who want to be, you know, genuine. They kind of start to go, oh, well, you know, if everybody's acting like that, then I'm going to start acting like that. And now it's just this whole, you know, kind of toxic genre era that we're in. But, you know, there's a lot of people who are still doing really good. But it's just like, you know, the mm-hmm. violence has gotten really crazy around the music. Because it's that's that same mm-hmm. feeling like, you know, and then it's kind of like this thing where a lot of people feel like they need to to change and do the same thing other people are doing to get ahead. Because it's like, oh, well, that's working for you. Let me try that. And a biting. lot of people are, yeah, yeah, they're biting. And then some of it is you don't even want to bite that. You know, some, some, somebody is from the streets, you know, they're trying to get out of that. And they talk about that stuff in their music. And then there's people who are in the streets who are not doing, have nothing to do with music. They're just in the streets. You can't mm-hmm. stay around those people because then, you know, they, they don't want to see you winning. So they're going to try to keep you in those same oppor- same positions or try to take your opportunities away from you. So I just wish there was just more love and like, genuine support in the city i feel like that's going to take us to the next level because we we have everything we have everything here but it's just like you know people well you got to go to the states to get your clout and come back and then that's when everybody is going to start you know being like oh my gosh yeah 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 for the clout oh yeah you know i know you yeah yeah yeah, clout kind of thing so i don't know the city could be way up there if we all just supported each other so there just needs to be more support here, less violence, less hate, because that's not getting us anywhere. It's really not. It's stifling us. So, yeah, shout out to the people that are supporting and putting on for the city and, you know, giving people genuine love and opportunities and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Totally agree with everything you said there. I totally agree. Like, like I've too been many are, too many are lost in like the last two years, man. 
Like, too many talented artists. Yeah. And, and too many artists too is much. one of those things. Yeah. It looks like it's just, you can't even like invest in artists in a way because it's kind of like they might just be doing time this time or they might pass away. It's just a lot of things that is just very toxic, mm -hmm. but it sells, which is crazy. Which is, yeah. Mm -hmm. And well, then, you know, people like the negativity, so they're gonna buy into that, but it's not necessarily like, oh, we want you to do these things, but you know, if people see that it's kind of like, oh, this formula is working for somebody, let's all do that. And then yeah, you're not gonna change right. that's never gonna change if nobody else does, you know, steps away from that and does something different. If we're we yeah. all, you know, just keep putting on our, our homeboys who talk about shooting and shit okay yeah whatever it's if that's just your music and it's there for entertainment sure but you don't have to go out in the streets and show your tough and 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 do those things because it's like you, how are you going to do both how are you gonna be getting out of the city by doing this which is a job also it's yeah you love it and you're doing it because you enjoy making music but it's a job at the end of the day and and no job wants to keep you in business if you're out here murdering people or getting shot. And, you know, like, it's just, it's, it's not a good look. You can't be in the streets at the same time. So I just feel like, you know, there's a lot of people who say they're your homies, but, you know, they're not looking out for you or your best interests. So I think some people need to step away from that and maybe not even rap about those things. You know, if you feel like, oh, well, People are buying into that. We'll make something else for them to buy into. So, yeah, yeah I just think that oh, needs yeah, to yeah. change. It's not, it's not, it's not cool. Like all these people getting shot up, like that's not cool. Mm -hmm. I don't know why that. It's like they say it in the music, but you don't have to go and do it. Mm -hmm. It's like you don't have to make that a reality. Mm -hmm. So uh, I don't know. Totally agree. Totally, totally agree. It's funny because sometimes even when you think about it, like if we all were just a unit and supported each other as a unit and it was just Toronto mm. versus everybody like it's supposed to be. It should be like that. They would be coming to us. Mm. Yeah. You don't have to like branch out or whatever. They would come to us. Just, just think about how hard we go as Canadian artists when we get into that market, how yeah. we go, we go hard. We go like you, we, we have the talent for it because this is where this environment breeds that it breeds like you having to go hard for what you want and mm -hmm. you know gotta you, you can't always play it safe but you you need to know when to support people and, and you know some people you need to keep at a distance but it's just this whole like um a lot of snaking and negativity going on we don't need that support only that's how we that's how we'll compete with them no, I hear that. Totally get it. Totally hear it, man. Yeah. Um, question. When you're in the studio mm -hmm. and you're, you know, doing your music and your process, who do you need in your studio? Like, do you need the hype crew? Do you need, like, is there certain people you need in the studio? Like. Or even nobody. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I usually write before I go to the studio. Like, I, I prefer to be organized but I am kind of having to change that because now I can't go to the studio as much and you know 
having it's being it's a lot harder to be inspired in the at the moment being stuck inside all the time ain't shit going on oh what are you doing tomorrow same thing i did today (laughs) you know get up go to work or you know play games or just be very bored and listen to beats and write music and stuff and try to try to you know find some something that you know people will connect with because um I feel like my process I guess when I was in the studio I liked to be the studio I preferred out of the mm-hmm. ones that I've been to I feel like I'm the most creative in is um the studio called Danger Room my boy Justin Unlimited so Justin Unlimited he is my engineer I like his studio because it's kind of smaller and it just feels like it feels right it feels homey and so just me and him in there is cool sometimes I have like one or two friends come through but I feel like um I guess if I'm creating something just me and him and the studio that's it and and the beats and we just vibe so Mm. yeah okay okay what I find a lot of I find a lot of people that um they either prefer like nobody or just like one two people that's it like it's just yeah because um I feel like you know so, sometimes you want the the friends for the approval it depends on also the vibe of the song you're going for it's like if I'm making a song where I'm not getting too emotional or you know it's not it's not too deep then yeah it's you know the vibe is kind of just that overall happy or chill vibe or you know it's a hard track kind of thing that's when I definitely want to have some people there some friends there because then it's kind of like a vibe it's a party but if I'm making a song that's all sad and moody I don't really need anybody there for that it's not really the environment or it's not fun you're just there (laughs) (laughs) no I hear that yeah Mm -hmm. so what like what do you say is your go-to snack in the studio if there's something you just you just you're eating or whatever you're doing in the studio, what would that be? Well, which one? What food would that be? It's because the favorite snack. Um, favorite snack. I don't. I don't eat in the studio. Mm. Um. Uh, yeah, I don't really eat when I'm there. It's kind of just like, like if I'm in the studio half the time, I'm hungry. Oh, but yeah. I feel like that's good. <laughs> um but yeah you know i don't know maybe i'll have like a a drink have like a Mm. drink or something really good vocal cord yeah like yeah just like a drink definitely have to have water that is the best snack water period (laughs) i can't not have that um i don't know the snack is a a blunt a drink and some water okay 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 sounds (laughs) Yo. So, um, <laughs> what's, your, what's your favorite Dragon Ball Z character? Hey, what the? What? I um, mean, it goes with the song. Come on, that's a reasonable question. Okay. That's what I asked. That okay. is what I asked. You got okay. the over nine thousand. <laughs> Threw me off. It's like, um, Threw me off. Man. It would be. between like i kind of like the villainous characters a little bit okay. like i like vegeta okay um it would maybe have to be between like vegeta and 
Okay. Oh, man, it's hard. I don't know. Hold on. Okay, hold on. Okay, so, so, so so far you got the because I, I like and you got the same prince yeah. and then who's your number two? Um, I did like old school Gohan. No, I liked old school Trunks. I liked Trunks. I okay. All right. So, so it's between Vegeta, Trunks, and Cell. Okay. I liked yeah. Cell because he was such an asshole. <laughs> he was annoying, <laughs> but I, I I liked when when he laughed at people. Was, oh, oh, oh. Like his laugh kills me. Um, and I just liked um, Vegeta. I felt like you know um, he was a salty guy, but he was also still kind of nice. So mm-hmm. I don't know why I liked that about him, but it, just, it felt like he was less goofy than um, Goku. And so it's like I liked Goku when he would get serious. Mm. So, yeah, but Vegeta is like always serious. So I would say Vegeta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Shout out to Chunks. I was I was cool with Chunks. Like Chunks was that guy to me. Trunks was. I'll say. I thought Trunks was really cool. He looked the coolest to me. He is mm-hmm. personally. I, I like he was, he was like the too, coolest right? looking character. Yeah. Wait, yeah. just to be just to be technical, you're talking about when he was a Ute Trunks or Future Trunks? Yeah, when he when he touched road and sliced Frieza the one time. Yeah, no, I like the I like future trunks. Future trunks, mm. but I just like trunks overall, and um, kid Gohan. Anyway, so favorite Vegeta, but I liked pretty much a lot of the characters. They were all mm. pretty cool. They all had something about them that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked Piccolo. I thought Piccolo was cool. He wasn't very strong. Yeah, he'll get he was beat strong, up. <laughs> but I like he wasn't very strong. I liked him. I wish he was as powerful as everyone else. But yeah. I liked Piccolo because he sounded black, so I felt like he was the black guy. I was about to say, just I, 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 I assumed that they're a race. <laughs> what was a race called Namek? I think. Namek, but I, I, I would I would assume. Yeah, he was Namek. I assume they were I all black assume. people. Yeah, I would assume. Yeah. But he he was like the mystical Negro. You know what I mean? The the one instructor that yeah he was dope. Everybody, right? Yeah, that's what I would say. Um, for me, YTV kind of screwed up Dragon Ball Z for me because mm-hmm. like. I remember watching when I was younger and I was watching the timeline. So now we're at cell. And then yeah. by the time the next episode comes, I'm at Raditz again. I'm like, holy beer reruns. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what happened? I like, I like barely remember the boo saga. I had to like go back and watch that. But yeah. um, I started watching super a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think Beezus is cool. Um, okay. But yeah, like the Super Saiyan God level and stuff. I'm not really paying mm-hmm. too much attention to that, but Goku Black looks cool. He's he's yeah. the the serious Goku that I was looking for. So I would I would think Goku Black is cool. Okay. Is it safe but, to yeah. say that like you know you like anime, like you watch anime here and there, or? Um, I would say that I like anime. Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that I guess I love it because I do get I have a tendency to get really into things once I like something like I have a lot mm-hmm. of interest and then I just pop back and forth sometimes but mm-hmm. anime there was a period of time where I was definitely watching it a lot a lot I watched mm-hmm. Naruto uh, Attack on Titan I watched okay. Devil is a part-timer which was one of my favorite ones because like you know there's there's the big ones and then there's the little niche ones and the little niche ones are really funny I like 
funny animes or animes where the action is just so dramatic that it's kind of funny. Um, and yeah, I liked Naruto's story, but yeah, I like anime. I, 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 I like it a lot. It's fun and it's cool. So. Okay. I went to conventions and stuff. So you know what? I love, oh. I love anime. Yeah. Yeah. Anime yeah. Yeah. I just I just yeah. feel like I'm a fraud because I haven't been watching it as much. So no, live it truth, I yes. Like, <laughs> like yeah. I feel like the real anime has are like, nah, you don't watch anime. But you know, I, I I watch quite a bit. I feel like I watch enough to be allowed to say that I love it. Nice. Yeah. Once you say you once you say you dress up, you're like, whoa, yeah. I'm not at that level. I just like I just like. I didn't dress up. I didn't cosplay, but I would cosplay. You would. I didn't, would, but I would. Who would you cosplay? Yeah, there was as? people there who had really good cosplay. Um. <laughs> I know it's on the fly. I wouldn't cosplay as any like current anime anime character right oh, now, as I like. But I definitely always wanted to cosplay as as um. No, I wanted to be what's her name? I wanted to be Kida from uh Lost City of Atlantis, but she has like white locks and then she has like um yeah man, I, I don't remember how to describe yeah, yeah, yeah. her. If you've seen that movie, yeah, let me do let me do I, a Google I, post. I, I would want to yeah, do, do a post, do a yeah. post. Hold on, let me let me do a I Google. Feel that. Okay. I feel that. Okay. Yeah, I could I would wanna I would wanna be that. What was it called again? Lost uh Lost, Lost City, of City of Atlantis. Okay. Uh, the movie mm-hmm. yeah um that or hmm, who would i want to be if i could cosplay mm. <sighs> hmm, that's a good question i don't know i would probably <laughs> if i really liked naruto so i would want to be someone from the cloud village because the people from the cloud village were black <laughs> yeah. and they had cool hair and i just totally identified with that I don't remember what her name was in particular, but there was this one character. Um, her brother would always have a lollipop and she had like red hair. I don't remember her name right now. It's so long that I've seen that. But the people mm-hmm. who know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yo. So, yeah. I'm just going to say shout out to the Naruto fans. Like I watched it like straight, like straight, like from you to like sitting yeah i was invested like i was invested yeah yes i was i was i was watching it um and i liked i started watching boruto a little bit oh but i kind of lost interest in that (laughs) yeah um yeah i lost interest it's like i like naruto sorry sorry Boruto. i don't care um and hunter x hunter that's my that's my shit killua gone those are my people right there. So if you guys can skip, and I liked Hisuka. Which if you guys can see, oh, he's got the this, picture. This, that's the picture. Is, yeah. that, oh, okay, okay, so, yeah. okay. Right. Yeah. yeah, I would want to cosplay as her. I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm on the same wavelength when it comes to that because I've watched Naruto straight, tried Boruto. I'm like, I heard it gets better, but man, it is draining. It starts like, off, oh. yeah. It's it's, it's like I don't know. I think the pacing is just not there for me. Or like you? Naruto was like okay, that's where the story originally starts and it starts mm-hmm. off kind of cutesy and then it gets serious 
Mm. And that's mm. it straight through. So yep. once you come from that to all of a sudden back to this happy go lucky stuff and it just stays, keep going and going and going. Right. When's it gonna get serious? Mm. When are you guys gonna get dark? When are you gonna get real? Because that's that's where it gets that's when they start to it, it gets serious for you when you get more mature and, and they have to deal with consequences and stuff right now it seems pretty childish to me when right. i was watching it and that's where they lost me so yeah no, it's couldn't true. stay into it because remember when james got me into naruto like so i watched until like just sorry up. did you say naruto sorry i don't know what that is it's naruto <laughs> yeah oh, naruto. Is, wow. <laughs> naruto wow this is naruto you, she's you, like you okay right. we know you, know you don't watch it. because you said it like that just me. <laughs> Wait, hold on. This no, guy no. turned off. <laughs> this guy said, "Shut it off." No, no, no. Because no. I was saying, um, because he was fighting that water guy, right? I think mm. he beat him. Oh, yeah. Zabuza! Yeah. That, oh, you're still like back, boy. Yo, and I stopped. Zabuza, you're very, very far behind. You just like, touched road. You just touched road. Okay, that's why you're saying it like that. You don't know. I was like, After you know he what? watched it for for hours and hours and hours, hours. I watched it in yeah. Japanese, so you can't yeah. say it. Yeah, can't this is the only way to watch it. That's the only I way to watch it. The English dub. Yeah. No, I can't do English dub. Oh, no, I watched That's it one... I, no. in English. No? There are certain certain ones I can only only um, Death Note and Psychopaths would I watch in English dub mm. because. Yo. Okay. Japanese, they just like they're they're really trying with those emotions. They convey those emotions in their vocals so much so that you give a shit when you're watching it. That's kind of what gets you into the anime in the first place. There's certain animes where it's like if you're not buying the character they're trying to play, it's just cartoons and pictures on the screen for you. And people were like, "Oh, I don't want to read." Okay, I understand that. But if you're not interested in the story, maybe try to go back and try to read it and like pay attention because it's like it's really good but there's some animes where it's just the subtitles are just stupid fast like kill a kill fuck that there uh, that there's subtitles i was like nah am i not a good reader what's going on no, <laughs> it's too right. fast yeah. <laughs> uh, but yo the naruto in english no no thank no you. way i would never do it dub she just sounds the annoying Jap- japanese is better no yeah. man you had to do it it's for the fillers so you had to do the english for the fillers especially those last oh, what are you talking about we like skip the fillers we don't have to skip oh, yo i don't know what any yo, of us skip yo, the fillers these, these people are not real anime wa- yo but watch fillers who took time to watch fillers yo, yo because, because the no the, no 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 crazy. okay the fillers there's certain ones that crazy add to the main plot like they add maybe backstory for certain characters yeah. and a lot of them don't mean shit and have shit to do with anything and there's like literally a part where there's like 300 episodes there's like a, a whole season worth you of know, nonsense you know you know, you you know, you know. okay that a means you've been watching naruto yes. naruto that you've been yes. on it so that means you know it was after pain I, when pain touched leaf village and mash up everything yes. And they had fillers for like Yo, a good after- two seasons and a half. <laughs> two seasons. Of- you can't. <laughs> you can't. You can't 
you can't watch something where it's like this this like they're just leading up to this epic battle and there's this character pain the man's name is literally pain and the storyline is about suffering and negativity and it's just so dope the conclusion that it comes to but I think this is when he just decimates the whole city or something. Some crazy happens, and then you're just following nonsense for like Fear you don't nonsense. get to know what Fear. happens or what happens next. It's just nonsense after that. It has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> so I assume he's worse. And you're telling me you nonsense. like it that much that you were watching that? You don't care about the story then. You don't care about the story, Project. No. Care about the story. That part, <laughs> that section of Naruto, I almost stopped watching because I couldn't believe I'm waiting every week. <laughs> I was waiting every week and I'm just like, is this another filler? And then I stopped. And then I think it was one of my brethren that said, yo, go back. They're back on their, their thing. And I'm like, I'm a little hesitant, like, no. you know? <laughs> See, like, I I, I so, really got into anime more because, like, um, my my friend, who is my boyfriend at the oh. time, he really put me on to, to all of it. Really good shit. He was like, he's the true anime head, and then I like inherited that, that from him. I was like, he put me on. I was like, oh, you know what? These are actually pretty lit. These are really good. Go on. I, I, I like the fact on. that you said. I like the fact you said the main ones, like Death Note, Naruto, yes. Attack on Titan. Yo, I have to finish um, yes. Hunter X. Okay. You My hero. I started ones. watching that. I finished one punch, one punch. That one's lit. That's my favorite. One punch. Yeah. Um, okay. So you know, I'm, I'm, you're, you're, you're an anime. Haven't. You're, anime yo. you're good. Yes. Yes. Um, I have it. The only one I haven't uh, watched is One Piece. Akira. I, I started oh, it, so like I'm eventually gonna get on that. I I haven't watched that either. Akira. I've I know Ooh. about it, but I haven't watched it. Yeah. I'm gonna say, yo, I started one piece. I know Akira is probably really good, but I yeah. I, I started one piece and you I have then to I know, looked you, at it. You gotta look for those guides. Bro, they're like 700 episodes in. <laughs> yeah, you gotta look for the guides that tell you what you can episode? skip. There's yeah. guides to, yeah, oh, there's, to skip? That's how you, <laughs> yeah, you, but you <laughs> Yeah, you gotta look for the guides that tell you where you don't need to, you can stop watching and just skip. And if you're reading, otherwise, I would have never finished Naruto. You gotta read the comics. The comics give you all the, the mangas, mangas, yeah. mangas, yeah. mangas. We all talk about comics. Mangas, yo. Yeah, I had I had like a manga reader on my, my phone yeah, for a while. Too. And I would but I fell off. I was reading Attack on Titan. I was reading One Punch. And it's really good to like read them because then you kind of get everything before it becomes an anime and then you see okay. the anime see? and then it's all moving and there's voice acting so it's so much cooler but yeah, yeah the, the, the mangas are dope too um, yeah there's time. actually a lot of animes that I've watched um, Wait, let me throw another one? One. High School of the Dead too I watched that one One Piece um, no? there was, okay. I didn't watch that one no but um, there's one on Netflix right now that I'm kind of watching called Megalobox that one's kind of cool. I like when there's really good and like uh, the animation for like fight scenes are really good. It's my favorite when you when you can feel the impact and it's animated. That's <laughs> good. 
when you see someone get hit and then the way that they animate the the, the fist swinging and it's like this whoosh animation and then the person getting hit yep. and it's not just like oh it's like their lips extend oh, or something yeah. it's like just super dramatic love that it's really good it always makes me laugh what's that what's that movie called oh, the movie does that um shoot it's like it was a kung fu movie kung fu hustle kung fu hustle they were exaggerated but it was yeah. trash to me, it was wild. I but... don't really remember that. I remember yeah. hearing about it when it came out, but yeah, I never watched that. But like, it was like they would fun. exaggerate, like they'll punch you, and then the guy would do like a slow motion, like, like yeah, like um, I actually watch uh, what's her um, RDC World on yes. YouTube. And they make yep. like their anime references all the time. I anime love it. House. There's this one video where, yeah, where they did, um, where they're just making fun of the fact that in animes, like the protagonist is usually probably like some little kid who is on his journey to become a super powerful person. And then they have to fight adults and that adult whoops their ass. And it's yep. like, they made fun of that fact because it's like only an anime He's is just that a acceptable. Because it's be like, because it's, yeah, because it's like in real life, they're like this overpowered grown man, like just thumping the shit out of this kid. Like, oh, he's he should stop now. He's fine. No, he must feel this fist. Blah, blah, blah. They're just so dramatic. I love it. Yep. I'm this extra person sometimes. So anime, like, really. It, it brings out characters. Your, uh, brings out the animation in myself. Yes. Yep. No, hey, you, you are a true anime fan because. If you know about Naruto pain, that means you're invested. If you know about Attack on Titan, but you know, sometimes when you get older, life hits. That's why mm-hmm. I can't catch up on Attack on Titan right now. Like yeah. I'm, I'm having a hard time I to like sit down. Me too. I have a hard time sitting there and actually yeah. trying to watch like anime. It, it's mm-hmm. I'm, I'm old. I have responsibilities. Yeah, it's hard, but I, I, I love <laughs> it. I, I try to put... I, I try to put people onto it who are like, you know, they're, oh, well, like, what, what should I watch? And blah, blah, blah. You should definitely watch animes. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not for little kids. It's not cartoons. Okay. Definitely a lot of work gets put into really, mm-hmm. really good animes that have really good plot lines. Um, sort of online. I remember watching that. And once they got to the probably the, the, good the third season, where it kind of just like lost track of like what they were going after, I just stopped paying attention. Okay, so just, because uh, it's just, also like character growth too. Right. Just to clarify, yeah, the third season's when um, did someone wake up from the hospital and you figure out it? it you know, it got weird. So okay, I start. I didn't watch after Gun Gale. Like after second season, I stopped watching because I didn't know where they were going to yeah, go. Yeah, that's when I stopped watching too. It's like when the main character, um, he won was playing his avatar. They were in like the first game, yeah, and then he won that. And then the second one, he's like playing um, his avatar as a woman, and then so like they're playing jokes on that one. And like I just kind of I, that's really all I remember because then after that, I stopped watching <laughs> because it I stopped st- getting interesting after a while. It just starts like, what do you guys? What's the point of this anymore? So I stopped when the character gym, doesn't seem the same. Because Jimmy put me onto this, so I stopped watching after season one, because all of a sudden now, uh, the the guy wins, right? And then he's visiting a girl in the mm-hmm. hospital. But then the the, the what's yeah, called the doctor? Time, time, time out, time out, time out! Don't spoil it! Don't spoil all this, on, yo. Because whoever, yeah, Spo- yeah. spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. 
Spoiler Gigantic alert. spoiler alerts. So <laughs> we, we can't be doing all that. So the girl was in the hospital. We're gonna continue right? though. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, there's first of all, this is an old show. If you haven't seen this by now, like you you're slipping. Like Trigon like old or that's looks like three years back almost. When did you put when you put me onto this? Like four years back? This is when I was back. in college. Yeah, this is and I had back. the time to study and like somehow watch anime. Nah, but like Yo, anime is lit. I want to. I want to have an anime of myself. It would be amazing. <laughs> That'd be yeah. no, but the story just got weird. Like it just it, it implied like yeah. incest. I was like, whoa. What's, what's, <laughs> yeah, it's it's. There's, there's sometimes like the stories kind of like trail off where it's just like like what they did with Dragon Ball Z and they made um, they messed up Gohan's character. Whereas, Yo. like, you're, you're following this anime, you like this character, and there's a certain, you're, they're constantly reinforcing how this character is supposed to behave, so you feel like you know them, and then they kind of, like, once it gets to the pinnacle of that arc, they just make a Cell left games. and do something different, and then Cell you're just games. like, who the hell is this character now? Cell just games, this right? goofy, not yet, yeah, just, like, let not powerful, and then just, yeah, let me, so let me get it's close. like... They did this something similar to that in Sword Art Online, where they just kind of trailed off, and their story kind of they just lose interest. They also did that in Hunter x Hunter. I think it was the very last season. First of all, one season kind of stopped being about Gone, which and Killua, which are the main characters you get introduced to and know of for like majority of the seasons. Then it switches to like some weird next spoiler um, weird like creatures and it's just focusing on these creatures for a while and you're like okay all right then it gets to the last season and starts being about his dad and you're like i don't care just like how gone didn't care about this like you know it's just it's just weird it just shifts too much for you to care then, then they, they lose people like that happens so, to go on i don't know they, they should have cut bro. that shit off bro from the time he just bro, he just started becoming the comic relief character or something. Bridget, from the time just, he had Cell in the bag, and he was like, he just had to kill him. He just had to kill him. He just had to kill him. Hey, you know I, what? I, I, I superhero don't. suits and all them sitting there, but yo, because, because, <sighs> I don't have him gone. He was supposed to be like, like you know the next Goku because. Because they don't want to get rid of Goku. They're just like, okay, well, what are we going to do with Gohan? Where is he going to fit in the story? Okay, well, let's just make him the goofy, like, kind of comic relief character or something like that. And it's like, why? He's he's just so lame now. And he lost an arm, too. How did they disrespect him like that? He lost an arm, too. Which he is, lost an arm uh, now? Hey, is that yeah. in Super? I, I think that's a... I think, yeah. I'm going to say this, yo. We, we can go all day about anime. We could go all day. <laughs> like... Mm-hmm. Well, let me try to get back to the interview because, yo, I want to I wanna, I wanna talk yes. about My Hero Akameda and I want to talk about Go Beyond Ultra. Yeah. When I seen that, I said, yo, I'm a believer. Okay. But anyway. <laughs> what, did that, what did that say? Ooh. Drop your anime references to have definitely. The first time I ever seen. Yo, I got you guys. I got you guys. <laughs> I personally try to like in my music, it's like I, I drop like little references because it's like, you know, rappers 
you know, we kind of rap about things that are relevant to us or whatever. And it's like things that we're interested in. And I find that I most of the time wanted to rap about anime references because, you know, that, that's my people. I'm a nerd at heart. Like, you know. That fine. <laughs> and that is fine to be a nerd at heart because even I remember like five years ago, I always remember the bar and when I forgot the track, you were saying, a Spinelli, I don't F with Randall's. And you were talking about oh, yeah. recess. That still recess, sticks in my yeah. head. Stick it in my head. Yeah, and then that was like now, one of my favorite bars. So Randall's so even on to like over 9,000. I'm like, okay, you watch cartoons back in the day. You know what I mean? You know YTV, yeah. Fox Kids. Cartoons, anime, games, video games. Back on my gaming shit right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's... I'm, I like to be lost in creative worlds because reality can be boring mm-hmm. um but yeah that bar that you're talking about I was thinking about that the other day like i maybe i should drop that song on soundcloud or something you know like my vault of old stuff um, mm-hmm. but yeah i remember writing that line and just thinking of um where i sing like that song i was inspired specifically by a tribe called quest i was listening to them a lot when i was writing that song um the song's called Gimme Room, by the way, for you guys to just look out for that on my SoundCloud, maybe. Um, featuring Matthias, um, Matthias Hayes. So that was good. Um, so that song I was saying, like, suburban beast showing in socks and sandals. Okay, so I said, um, um, call me Spinelli because I don't fuck with Randall's rolling with the miscreants and the vandals suburban bistro and in socks and sandals so um yeah so call me spinelli because spinelli is my favorite character i felt like i identified with her when i was younger um and you know everybody knew randall was an annoying snitch character so, had a pen pad and everything and and spinelli hated randall so you know and um uh, that teacher not miss brokey the What's the annoying one? The with the the old lady with the hair and she wore the yellow dress. I don't remember her name, oh, but she'd awesome. always go miscreant, you miscreants, you vandals. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes. So that part <laughs> came in my head too, because it's like, yeah, that's who, who I'm hanging out with. The rolling with the miscreants and the vandals, suburban beast, because I'm living in the suburbs, and you know, beast of the suburbs, just the dork that gets our body sometimes, mm. you know. Mm. <laughs> that's what's up yo just hey yeah so. anytime you ever plan to make a mixtape or ep with like anime sayings and all that stuff hey drop that just drop it let us know yeah yeah um yeah okay i just sprinkle it in there for those people who, who watch it i want you guys to, to pick that up like i only called the song over nine thousand. it's like i don't put too much references where you know, the average person can't, can't really understand what I'm saying or the message overall, but just enough that it's like, oh, I know where that's from, or I know what you mean by that. So, like, yeah. calling the song over 9,000 is just like that Dragon Ball reference. It's just like, I wrote that at a time where I just felt like I was being underestimated a lot. So, I was just like, you know, my power level is much greater than y'all think you could see on your scanning. So over mm-hmm. 9,000 and just telling myself to level up and constantly get better and keep keep doing me and, you know, and then Super Saiyan reference in there. 
So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, you know, and always in anime, because we could break this into like an anime comments, there's always that moment in life where it's Definitely like, do that. it breaks. Like, when I remember Dragon Ball GT, mm-hmm. when Goku is versus Baby, and he's getting his ass beat, and then the moon shows up, and then boom. Mm-hmm. Or when Naruto finally touched road after Pain did what he did, it's always that like moment where things mm-hmm. just this tide just changes. All to Avengers when yeah. you know on your left, you know what I mean. So for you, yeah, when when did it hit you that you were over nine thousand? Like when was that? What were you doing? Or when was it that said you know what? Boom, the saying just kicked in. Um, I think I was just in a place where you know I'm I'm constantly feeling like the pressure of doing this. Sometimes, you know, I'm been doing it for like four years now, and I think probably five now, and it's kind of just like, you know, should you keep going? Do you have what it takes to do this? Am I doing the right thing? Do I need to change something? Because, you know, I'm not getting where I want to get. And um, then I was like, no, I got this. I I got this. Like, I remind myself, like, only I know what I can do. Nobody else knows what I can do. You only know what I show you. And I haven't showed you anything yet. (laughs) So, so, you know, I think, like, over 9,000 was kind of just me. Um changing what like the foot that I was putting forward like I think the source was you know my first kind of introduction to kind of introduce my audience to where I'm coming from but over 9,000 is more of me showing like my versatility and me showing that yeah like I can I can make a banger I can make hits but I could also you know, make that smooth thing that I, I like to make where I'm just saying lyrics or I'm talking about something in particular, but I kind of like to make sure that I don't just just write for no reason. I do that, you know, for fun. I do like to make sure that I always have fun when I'm creating my music, but I also kind of, you know, sometimes I need to just get in there and, you know, tell people that, you know, I'm not, I'm not a joke. I'm serious. So that point for me was <clears throat> I think I wrote that beginning of 2019 I think yeah so like I, I think I wrote that and um I just felt like a uh in a low kind of place at that time in terms of like what I wanted to do next with my music and um it's you know it's still constantly a back and forth but when I'm putting my pen to that page and I've been working and I'd be staying up and, you know, in my zone, that's when I know I have it because when I'm not, that's when I'm not. So I know I'm over 9,000 because I told myself that I am. And so now I'll just show everybody else. Okay. Okay. I read it. I read it. I read it. Um, what, mm-hmm. is there any turn artists you'd like mm-hmm. to collab with? Actually, wait, wait, before we, before you answer um, that, there's, there's an actual, there's a question mm-hmm. in the chat. So extending on the conversation of like anime and everything like that, uh, this person said that you have mm-hmm. such a 
cool concept when it comes to using nerd culture. And besides anime, <laughs> what new nerd, new nerd culture references do you use and would you use in your music? Mm, okay. The last part of that, I didn't quite hear it, kind of cut out a little, yeah, little bit. Um, so in so, using nerd culture, that, what, what was that? What would you use in your mm -hmm. music? You what new or, nerd culture references yeah. um, would you use? Yeah. New references? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm not sure. I feel like um, I, I need to kind of get on the new wave, the new stuff that's out. But and in terms of like anime, I haven't really, really been on the new anime too much. Like I fell off of my hero, so I need to get back on that. Um, but you know, I, I speak to my, my anime heads every once in a while and ask them what's out, what's new, what mangas should I be reading and kind of try to compile that. So when I need some new shit, I got you guys. But yeah. right now I'm just into games right now. So a lot of my references will probably be game related. Um, I really, really like open world games, open world RPGs. So right now I've gone back to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I haven't finished that and I really loved Origins for you guys who know about those games those two current favorite right now don't have a PS5 so I won't be playing Valhalla but I know somebody who does and I'm gonna try it and see if I want to get it eventually but if you guys you know you guys know any new shit to put me on definitely do that I'll, I'll try to check it out when I get a chance but uh yeah just I think the nerd culture has gone way 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 bigger I especially feel like in, um, you know, in the black community that, you know, being, uh, especially, uh, you know, I have like a guy friends who were really into anime and, you know, a lot of that is seen as like super corny before. And now it's kind of like, like they were like cool enough, but not like, oh my gosh, I'm a dork. But like, you know, there was just normal people just mm. not this one or the other kind of thing. And, you know, there's those, you know, really cool guys that would tell them like oh like you're mad nerdy for that but then there's guys like that who are like i would never think they would watch anime and they would start talking and just like yeah bro i really love when you know boruto did this thing not boruto but you know naruto did this thing some 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 you know that kind of thing so i think that's really cool i think that now there's more of that i think that it's being more accepted to be into anime and not be labeled as some weirdo or something but yeah anime <laughs> is cool and and <laughs> games are cool all of that shit is cool so like i mean that's what a lot of my references will be about a lot of the things i'm interested in i like basketball i'm missing the game currently um but uh yeah so i have basketball references um and new nerd references, I don't have those unless it's game related. So if that's in that category, then yeah, that too. And Call of Duty for me doesn't count as a nerd game. I know some nerd games. I know some some games that I would never play. Like, um, man, what is it called? Halo? Know, like Demon Slayer or something. I played Devil May Cry. Halo, I wouldn't play that. <clears throat> um, I do mm. like shooters a little bit, but, you know. I play oh, Devil May Cry. Think... There's this one in particular that I can't remember what it's called, but I would never play that. Yeah. Wait, time out, time out, time out. Yes. You wouldn't touch you wouldn't touch Halo at all? You're not into Halo, I you mean, guys need to get up with the date. The Halo's I can't, not even a ting right now. I man. I wouldn't play Halo 
because I didn't play it when it came out. And I know that things that I, the way I'm conditioned now, it's like, like if I wasn't already interested before, I'm definitely not going to be interested now because it's like it didn't age the same way that games are currently now, the mechanics, the visuals and all that. And I pay attention to those things. So if I'm not liking how the game looks and the pacing is, it's like if I already don't like how it looks and the pacing is is not my cup of tea, I'm just going to stop playing. So I probably wouldn't play it for those reasons, but it's probably a great game. Story is probably great. So I probably just Google YouTube the story and see how that turned out so that when the next one comes out maybe i would jump into that one. Mm-hmm. So. what about dark souls or demon souls or, or, I Devil, or Devil May Cry? didn't okay so <laughs> i've never played dark souls i played devil may cry the newer one not the one that was canon the one with the new dante that nobody liked but he was super hot so i liked that one. Oh, the guy with the um, demon arm and then <laughs> <laughs> the, the big demon arm i think it was yeah i don't know the one where he's just like he looks like yeah was it that one no yeah i think it was, i don't know it was like then, devil may it was dmc it wasn't even devil may cry it was dmc yeah. devil may cry Dude with the, the black so hair that one i played that one mm-hmm. yes we had dark hair yeah and i think he just, just had a demon like hand. you know the pretty just boy like, pretty boy asshole yeah I, mm-hmm. I think i think that was one of the moves i don't remember i, I use the sword a lot so i don't remember um and what was the other one um i've i played bloodborne so i've never Ooh. played demon souls but i played Blood, bloodborne i really like that one that I like one it too. was so good and then is it the as annoying as it is out, um you're gonna, like you're gonna be, is it hard to play it's really annoying you're gonna grit but it's teeth. really rewarding you're gonna scream you're gonna cuss yeah it's it's, it's, it's hard. well yeah like she it, said it's, it's rewarding right? it was hard but but you yeah, it's rewarding. It's like, it's the mechanics aren't complicated. It's the timing and actually having to know what you're doing that makes it hard. So it's like, you know, there's no blocking. You can only dodge. And since playing Bloodborne, I even play Assassin's Creed like I'm playing Bloodborne. Like right now you're supposed to, you know, there's a parry button. I didn't even know about that. I was just dodge because in Bloodborne, you just dodge all you the just time. Dodge, no that's it, yeah. You have to you time your dodge <laughs> and you have to know when to hit. You know when to dodge and you know when to hit. And it was, there's times where it's like you had to run away because you can't afford to get hit. Because if you die, you're gone. We have to start from way before. Oh. So yeah, Bloodborne was really good. The graphics were really good. Um, it was actually kind of scary to play. I was legit uncomfortable playing some it. Creepy looking but it was really yeah, rewarding. Some creepy looking creatures in yeah, that. Yeah, it was... I have PlayStation. The story, now. the story was so like weird. Yeah, you yeah, do. Yeah, really touch. Weird. Yeah, James, yeah, touch that game. game. Yeah, when, when I have comes, PS now, so I'm gonna try it right play. now. I'm playing, I'm playing Ghost of Tsushima right now, and I had to learn the mechanics for that. Mm. But like, I might try Bloodborne yeah. and see how that's like. Definitely, Bloodborne was was my shit. That was that was a good game. So scary, but really good. Like the whole atmosphere when you're in that world, I legit didn't want to move <laughs> there's parts of the game where it's like i'm scared <laughs> it's like i'm playing and i'm jumping because i'm scared of like this thing that just popped up on the screen but yeah mm-hmm. would you ever think of doing twitch oh uh, yeah I, I would do twitch i've gone on it a couple times i just 
I am just don't think I'm a person that talks a lot when I play games. I'm focused when I'm playing. Mm. I can't multitask as much. So it's like, if you want to just see me play and every once in a while I say some shit, then yeah. But um, for the most part, it's like, I feel like I would do it um, if people want to see me play games because I play games sometimes in a certain way. Like when I was playing Origins, I got really bored at a point and I just do everything really stealthily and in very dramatic fashion. Like, oh, there's like this whole fort with like a hundred guards in it. Stealth, 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 arrows. Stealth, 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 arrows. A whole hour went by and I took out all of the enemies like that. And then the last one, you just come and you attack him on purpose. Just because. I just want to play like that. So if people want to see me play like that, then sure. But I just don't think that I'm playing games in a way that's like, oh my gosh, it's so fun to watch. But, <laughs> to be yeah. honest. To be honest. Yeah, right. To be honest. Surprised. People really just log in. Even if you don't talk, they just watch or just just play. Gameplay. Yeah. 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 Yes, because I watch I watch some people that I have some people on YouTube that I follow that just play games and they're not in it or anything. They're just playing the game. And it's like, yeah, I want to see what happens. But I don't feel like playing. So there is times like that where it's like, yeah, I don't want to play this game, but I'll watch somebody yeah. achieve things in it. But yeah. Yeah. Like I could say, yeah, Twitch. Like I've been, I've been on Twitch. I'm a Twitch affiliate now. I've been on Twitch. And hey. like, you'd be surprised who comes on Twitch and, you know, just watching you play, even sitting there watching you play, cracking jokes here and there. Even like, even if you're not yeah. talking, like I'll get to a point where, They'll, you'll, you'll start engaging you know what i mean mm -hmm. so yeah okay well you guys follow me on twitch um i'm pretty <laughs> sure it's the same as my artist name if it's mm -hmm. not siren sav it's crimson sav on twitch so follow crimson. me on there and i will play some stuff on there okay. um the only time i'll probably talk is when i was playing um sims so like I can play real games and I'll play those games because I don't know why guys like to add like yours is not even a real game. It is a game. It teaches you about life. It teaches you certain things. It makes you think about certain things you didn't think or perspectives that you didn't have on certain things. And guys just think it's just dress up or something. Yeah, well, you know, there's some things to be learned about that. Anyway, when I play Sims, I talk shit because it's funny because I'm just making up stories as you i'm can playing you can literally create your own like drama your own murder show like this like this person's on fire yeah. this person cheated so, on someone else sometimes i was like yeah it's like oh i'm yeah <laughs> exactly that's the best like oh yeah sense. i built this nice house <laughs> and this guy he has yeah. a restaurant it's actually hilarious oh i think sorry i think you froze a bit and then yeah oh. just hate it i say it's not fun Oh, James, you're you're on mute. Oh, he's man. frozen. Oh, are you back? Your mic's muted. Sorry, my bad. Okay. Um, <laughs> other questions. Right. Sorry, my head. You guys are going gaming. I'm just wish I had jump in. So sorry. <laughs> Which Toronto artist would you collab with? Y'all, y'all got me. Y'all hear me? Oh, uh, which okay. Toronto artist you would you which... collab with? Yeah. Um, there is a very long list. <laughs> um, but I guess I would say that um, I, I think I'd want to work with Havaya Mighty. I think that like, hey, she definitely yeah, okay. someone that directly inspires me. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, you know, I met her like earlier on, early on when I was starting out and, you know, she gave me some advice and stuff and she's just been really dope, but really dope person to talk to while going through this journey of my own and watching her and her own journey. And I think she's doing really great. So yeah, I would definitely want to work with her. Cause it's just, I just kind of like trying to be like, keep going to like a catch up with you. And it's like, yo, let's do a track kind of thing, you know? Yeah. So I, I would want to do that. That would mm-hmm. be cool. Um, but yeah, there's definitely a lot of artists that I would want to collab with from here. There's so many, and I don't want to list all of them because I don't want to leave somebody out and, you know, Right. All of you. You guys know who you are, okay? Yeah. You know who you are. <laughs> you don't want to get those DMs. Like, uh, what about me? I know, eh? Yeah, all of them. A, lo- a lot of people, you know. Um, yeah, there's, uh, to name a few, there's Casino mm-hmm. Costa. There's um, Danny Danny X. There's JC. And, there, you know, there's a couple more. And we're just going to name those three. I'm sorry. That's it. No. For now. <laughs> for now. For now. For now. Oh, okay. For now. Okay. But there's a and, lot. There's a lot. Of- okay. And outside mm-hmm. of Toronto, who would you like outside of Canada? Who would you want to collab with? Um, outside of Canada, um, I want to collab with Coffee because, um, you know, she's she's from JA, and I have like a you know personal connection with there, and I just love her music and. I love her energy and her vibe, and I would definitely want to, like, work on a song with her from there. Um, in terms of, like, the States, I would want to make a song. I want to make a song with Gunna. I really like Gunna's music. I feel like he's a whole, like, mood, a vibe. I would want to work with him. Um, and the in the UK, I would want to work with Skepta. Nadia no? Rose. Oh. oh, okay. There's Skepta, too. But there's this girl named Nadia Rose, and I think her shit is really dope. I would, I would mm-hmm. want to work with her. Nadia uh, Rose, I don't know. Okay. It's kind of like people. Yeah, there, there's a lot of dope artists, and I think those three people in particular, the females especially, they, they like kind of like directly inspire me. So I feel like you know, like I kind of discovered them before I was really like getting into this seriously, and so seeing them do their thing, it's like yo, I can't wait to like do a song with you <laughs> for you to like know who I am. So we could like do a song. That'd be cool. <laughs> mm. Nice. 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 Shout out Manifest to them. Manifested. Shout out to them. Yeah. Man. Yes. Speak into existing. You never know who's listening. Exactly. Um, yeah. I would say, okay. Why is this year the year of the savage? Mm. Mm. Um, the year of the savage is, um, <laughs> I feel like this time, the timing of me dropping it is like, you know, after all of what we had to deal with, you know, before this, I feel like it's like you were still coming out of this, like, nah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna mm. let everything that's happened keep me down. Mm. So this year is year of the savage and I'm, I'm getting at it whatever it is i'm trying to achieve i'm getting at it and that's kind of the energy that i wanted people to feel when they hear the song there's like a it's more of a darker tone but i feel like my music kind of is directly like i just make whatever i'm feeling at the time when i hear that song or whatever so like a lot of my music is going to sound different but it's all me like it's still you could tell it's me but just different feelings i guess and that's this one i'm yeah just 
you know, me channeling that energy, like that fire. So over 9,000 is me igniting it and, and you're the savage is me channeling it. This is me saying like, you're, this is my year. You're the savage. You're the, the time to shed the nice and soft version of myself and the sadness and whatever. We're just going to get at it. We're going to get at this year and it's the year of the savage. It's the year of turning up and, and fulfilling things and getting things done despite whatever it is that I feel otherwise. Cause you know, like it's been, it's not, I'm not gonna lie. It's been really fucking hard <laughs> being able to try to try to stay positive and still wanting to do this. Like when the pandemic started, it was kind of like, Whoa, like what the hell do I do now? Kind of thing for, I'm sure for a lot of people, but especially um, for me in terms of music, I was kind of like at a point where I'm like, you know, I, do I want to do this as like what is my goal here am I trying to be famous and make money off this but no I I realized that I just enjoy making the music and creating in general and I just want to you know people to enjoy my music I make my music for me and people close to me that I just want to hear my shit in the club and my friends be like yeah I love this song that's me and you know it would just be cool for people to know my music but I think that the way I was I guess approaching it before was count uh, like holding me back from what I really wanted to do and it's to just make this music and so me feeling down like oh maybe I should stop because you know this is not happening or whatever no we're gonna get where we want to go because we're not gonna stop you're the savage that's it Sorry, I ramble. I talk a lot. It's all good. It's what the event's about. That's the event's about. It's a quick question. Would you consider working even behind the scenes of music if you're not doing it already? So whether you want to manage someone or run a record label or... Uh, Yeah, for sure. Um, I feel like I just am so passionate about music and I just love it so much that when I see other people who are just as passionate about it, even if it's not the exact same aspect that I am, like people who are just passionate about producing or engineering and stuff like that. I just want to be around that. And there's a lot of people that I feel like are amazing that maybe they don't believe in themselves. And so I always feel like, you know, I know how that feels. So I try to encourage them. So if I have to be, if, if I couldn't make music anymore, I would definitely want to be in a position where I'm around that and around that energy and, and maybe get to a position where I can help other people maybe achieve the thing that I didn't think I could achieve, you know, that sort of thing. So, yeah, yeah for sure. I would definitely want to do whatever I can in music, even if I wasn't making it. I would, if I knew how to produce, which I am trying to learn how to do, uh, yeah, I would do that too. So, yeah. Mm. Hey, cool. shout out for you know learning how to produce and all that stuff i've done it a bit um trying fruity loops like i've made a little beat here and yeah. there but it's to master it takes some time especially when you're learning the terminology yeah. and what everything how everything placed and all that stuff you know it in your head but putting it on the mm. fruity loops program is one of the most difficult things i felt like you know so if you're learning that keep going keep, push, keep yeah. pushing that and you know hold it down hold yeah, it down i'm i'm trying to learn uh, some ableton um mm-hmm. the engineers and the producers that i work with uh, most of them use ableton um 
So I'm, I'm trying to learn that. Um, I feel like, you know, I kind of have an ear for good beats or what, what I feel like would make a good beat or be pleasing to your ear. So I really put on get like those producers, their, their roses for being able to make beats that are really good because it's really hard to do. It's hard. Like, I don't think people realize how hard it is to make something that you didn't even know you wanted, but you like it. So like making good beats, making a good song. And it's like having a good beat is the foundation of having a good song. So like producers are super important. And so yeah, I would def I me trying to make beats, even more respect on, to them because I don't even know what I'm doing. I know what a good beat sounds like. I haven't made one yet. <laughs> so I, I you know, respects to everybody that's that's doing that because it's really difficult. But I feel like we're in a time now where we all need to learn. If you're trying to do music, you kind of we all need to learn a bit of everything. And um even even if you feel like you're not interested in those things, it's just kind of getting that knowledge a little bit kind of helps you better understand what that person is doing when you're working with them. And then maybe you can even communicate with them better. So that's kind of like what I try to do with myself is learn a little bit of those things so that when I'm in the studio, I'm not like, Oh yeah. To my engineer. Oh yeah. Um, you know, make it sound like that thing, you know, turn it up like more and where I can actually just describe exactly what it is that I'm asking for. Oh yeah, I need it in this, this many counts. Bring it down to this many counts. Turn the mixing down, like the, you know those sort of things. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, I respect that. I respect that. Um, engineers. Shout out to the engineers. Shout out to everybody that's doing music. Shout you know out to I mean? all of them. Shout out to everybody who's doing music. Um, you know, shout out to the people who you know people people who are still doing music regardless of what people say about their music They're like you you have to have really thick skin and um you know there's people are going to tell you that you're shit but at the end of the day if you have fans that doesn't mean anything like your fans are are super important having supporters and support system is super important and i just really i feel like i'm working on myself in terms of trying to be more open on social media because it's like nobody really sees my personality I kind of just try to keep it about the music really really genuinely appreciate the support that they give me because it's it's needed for sure it keeps you motivated and that's what's gonna that's what being independent is is that's what helps you be independent because you know the 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 labels and stuff everybody feeling like they need that label well it's like yeah if you're just trying to get that quick money you know sometimes that works for people and that immediate exposure um but you know if you get ignited really fast sometimes if you're not ready for that then you just burn out and you can't recover so like so i kind of feel like i'd rather be underrated where people are still doing this thing where they're discovering me and putting people on because I know what that feels like. I love that feeling. It's like, yo, you haven't heard of so-and-so and and then you hear the song and they're like, yo, I wish you had told me about them from before, you know, that kind of thing. So I I want people to feel like that about my music. So yeah, that's uh, one of the reasons I always still do it and, and not worry about the money and shit because yeah. We just let, like making the music, the money is going to come. Okay. We don't need a cap about it. 
Yo, hey, hey, I hear that. I hear that, man. Keep pushing that. Keep going for your dreams. Keep pushing that, man. Hey, keep slanging it out there and put it out the music, man. Keep keep doing it. I shall. Uh, mm-hmm, Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we um just to like you know um wrap up the pod like wrap up the pod. We usually have something called the COVID update, and we basically mm-hmm. talk about you know thing that's happening in the city. And stuff like that. And um, what happened recently, like I was going to bring up the stay at home that's been extended. You know what to, I mean? That to March 8th. Been, to March 8th for all of us. Well, unless Toronto, yeah. in the New York Toronto region. Peel, yeah. But like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's just, it's just, I, th- I don't know if we're all already used to the lockdown and stay at home. So, um, yeah. Like, I feel like we're just, immune to that right now like you know just working home for me right now <laughs> yeah Social um it's it's this is definitely um a, a test of like a lot of people's mental health because you know we're so used to being able to go around people to the point where it's almost like you don't even like appreciate being around people like you like like before this where it's kind of like, I was at a point where I was like, oh, man, I've been going to so many parties. I don't want to go to any parties anymore. And I kind of miss those parties just a little bit. But <laughs> um, yeah, this is definitely a time where you have to, where you really need to get in touch with yourself and be okay with with having time to be alone and with your own thoughts. Because I feel like a lot of us are always distracting ourselves constantly. And, you know, this is an ultimate test of that. It's like, okay, well, you know you're stuck inside. Are you just going to be sad about it constantly? Like, like what are you going to do to change that? And I feel like, you know, playing games kind of already kind of conditions you to learn how to problem solve because you get to a point where you're stuck in something. You can't get further. You want to go further. You know there could be some dope stuff after this point, but you're just stuck in that one spot. And, you know, you need to decide what you're going to do from that point. And that's, I feel like that's where a lot of us are right now. And it's like, well, what are you going to do now? Because, oh, yeah, you were sad yesterday because you couldn't go outside and you're bored and you can't see your friends. You can't do this or whatever. Okay, what are you going to do now? Because doing that is not going to help either. You're still going to be here. So, you know, I feel like um, it's definitely a time to really dive into your passions, dive into things that make you happy, work on things that are not making you happy and learn how to cope and deal with things. So, yeah, that's that's where I feel like I'm at. And yeah, being stuck at home sucks and I can't wait for things to open up. But we're okay until then. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can I can agree to that. I can totally agree to it. Like I can say there's a lot yeah. of self-reflection. Um yeah. I tell you the truth, I've been seeing a lot of things like when I started, you know, stocks, you know what I mean? I created mm-hmm. Twitch, yes. I created certain things, like just learning how to create and invest. And, yeah certain things I'm, I'm just trying to learn and figure this through um, kind of helps, you know, just finding something to do. Right. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, like that's, I what agree. that's what I end up cooking just randomly. Cause I'm just like, you know, I'm just going to start just whipping in the kitchen and all of a sudden, bam, I know how to do it now. Mm. Yeah. So it's kind of like we're forced into that um, almost kind of boring imagination period that you had when you were younger like when you were a kid and like there was there wasn't really internet like that so it's like the kids who 
have internet, it's like, this is great because now you have stuff that you can always distract yourself with. But once that gets boring, you're yeah. going to get bored and start no. be creative because you have nothing better to do. Like, what are you going to do now? Yo. So you're just going to end up doing something. Maybe find out some stuff that you like. And, you go on YouTube. Yeah. Let, me, let me find out how to so, cook this. Yo, this is this out. is like the birth. This is the time of like new ideas are gonna come from. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Everybody's learning shit. <laughs> Yo, shout out to people that know throwback back in the days when you were home from school in the summertime, or even like you have a half day or whatever. And when it hit twelve o'clock on TVO, yeah. or you didn't have cable, and then those two <laughs> hours until Fox Kids came on oh. was like like solitary yeah. confinement with yourself because you didn't watch anything else that was on tv <laughs> shout out to the people that's been yeah. through that like you know this is just the adult version now <laughs> yeah, it's, the, it's the adult version that era where you used to like you had a computer and it was probably in your family room or something and you only had like pinball or something because your internet was like not that good and you know maybe oh, where it did kind of get good you had like myspace or or t dot wire or vibe or whatever that stuff um, t dot wire yo that took it back t dot wire you're, you're bringing it back with pinball like because the first i came to my mind spider solitaire minesweeper yeah. <laughs> i didn't even know how to play minesweeper i used to that's yeah that's when i used to start like drawing like i i i would draw and listen to music and i just really got into like all the artsy stuff because i was just constantly bored and um yeah if i didn't have a game console if i didn't get that playstation one back then i probably would just draw a lot more but i didn't actually start like writing music i think i wrote one song when i was like 13 like actually tried to like write my own song and it was about like my friend or something and i don't really remember what it was about um and then yeah after that i think in high school so like grade nine there would you know at my high school there would be um some freestyle battles and there was this one like freestyle battle and I was there and I was just like oh this is so exciting like oh my gosh I feel like I'm like in a movie or something these guys were just freestyling and I really wanted to get in but I was like I'm too shy and so I just always hit in the back and um I think probably when I turned 16 and my dad gave me his old car his old Acura um you know drive drive my friends on lunchtime and play beats and this is before like YouTube was popping for producers to put beats on there. So the beats on there were pretty ass. I'm not going to lie. They were not good. Um, but I would find <laughs> some little beats here and there. And then we'd freestyle in the car. And like that, that was fun. And yeah, just um, I think the first song that I wrote, I wrote a remix. to This is when Tyga was popping. I wrote a remix to Tyga. Tyga's on I wrote a remix to Rack City, and then I wrote a song to um, oh, so remix to wrote a remix to Faded, and that was I think that was it. Um, but yeah, I remember my na- next door neighbor was put me on to Drake right when Drake was like just coming in, like mm-hmm. into himself. It was like this is like I literally watched this guy's whole journey, him, Tori, and The Weeknd. 
I, I, all three of them, it was just like so weird to, and so cool at the same time to see these guys go from where they came from to Trust where me. they are now. And it's like super Trust inspiring. Me. Like I remember, I don't remember what Drake's first song that I heard of him was called, but I don't remember what it's called, but it was off one of his really, really early mixtapes. It was off, it was some song he came out with either before or after the song he came out with was um, Trey Songs. And oh, then, successful. Was it successful? Yeah. I think it was it was successful too, but it was one before that. And I don't remember. Well, what it was that on one. the radio a lot. I know you're yeah, talking yeah. about. I, I don't remember what it's called. But yeah. Um, and then you know him just oh, going sorry. further and I think further. it's replacement it still, girl. Yeah, it was replacement girl, successful, and um I thought he was cool. I thought he was I thought he was really good. And my neighbor was just like really obsessed with his music and him. She gosh he's so cute I'm like okay he's really dope though <laughs> um but yeah he definitely got more attractive now but anyway it's not about that he was it's just six being really um inspired by his music was um his journey was really cool I always wanted to do music but I never envisioned myself being able to do it because I felt like at that time especially that it's definitely when we were in that phase of not wanting to be from here but we're trying to be american so bad every do when caravan happened they're saying they're from new york and shit and it's just like foolishness like we just really didn't want to rep here at all and so <laughs> he went out and he made it cool he made it acceptable and he definitely brought a lot of more opportunities open up for us here and then um i remember um on facebook i had this girl that was in one of my classes and she posted reposted the weekend's house balloons on facebook and that's how i found out um found out about the weekend and this is when he before he was even showing his face he literally just only oh, put out music right yeah. yeah he only put out his music and i was like oh shit this guy's really good i really like his his vibe and stuff and um i remember um tori Tori was even like closer to home because I went to um, the school. My high school was uh, St. Edmund Campion. Champion, and his school yep. was directly across from that. Yep. He went, he went to Fletcher's, he went to Fletcher's Meadow. And so just knowing he was from there just made it like even more cool. So um, I think when he was with Sean Kingston, there was some song he put out called like Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa bitches or some shit like that. Honestly, I didn't like that song. I was like, this is trash but I think he's still really good. So I was still like paying attention to him and seeing what he was doing. And then he just started dropping like mixtapes and stuff after. And then I really got into his shit after that. But I think there was like mm. Ric Flair and then these other songs that he was dropping. It's just these remixes. And yeah, all those guys definitely inspired me. Just like the journey that they came, came from is just like really dope. It's just so cool to know that, yo, they came from where I came from. That's so cool. So yeah. yeah. Shout out to Tori because I remember yeah. battle rap Tori. That's what I remember. Yeah. I yeah. Remember see, yeah, I didn't. I didn't know him when he was going there. Yeah. Yeah. And then I remember battle rap. Tori Lanes. He had what's it called? Yo, I think it was the Chicks tape. That's when I said, okay, I gotta start Chicks listening tape. to this guy's music. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think it was the No Scrubs yeah. TLC No Scrubs remix. I said, okay. Yeah. He, this guy is yeah, a problem I, right now. You know what I mean? No, I like when Tori spits. When Tori goes in on them, when he comes with the flows and the bars, that, that's the Tori that I like. I, he, his singing and stuff, yeah. okay, yeah. 
all right i prefer when drake sings more than when tori sings but i like i still really like his music but like when tori would fucking go in on those beats that's when he really that's when i definitely became like a fan i think it was back the song rick flair was one of my i remember too back to the future Freestyle. I remember it was a music video when he was younger, and he was doing one. He was just moving the camera. He was slapping the camera, and he kept switching. Uh, That's what I remember for Tori. Yeah, see, I didn't see that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I. Yeah, but But, yeah, that's it's just dope. Sounds like you're close to greatness, yo. You're close to greatness. Yeah. Sounds like hey. Something is going in, yo. It would be nice one day to be mentioned in those conversations. That would be, that would be dope. Uh, yo, you know, don't worry, you will, you will be mentioned definitely. People don't talk about that. It's like whoa. Name of the <laughs> name of the big lights. <laughs> big lights. It's coming. Yeah, it's coming. Siren Sav. Hey, but yo, yeah, um, would, um, oh sorry, sorry, sorry. Continue. Sorry, mm-hmm. I was cutting you off. Oh, yeah. I mean, it would be an honor to be uh, featured on any of those guys' music. So that goes without saying, obviously. You know, mm-hmm. all of them. They're all great. Everyone who freaking made it would name for themselves from here. Like, pat on your friggin' back. Like, that's so, that's dope. It just feels like it's kind of hard from here, honestly. So people that have done it, like, I respect that. I respect everybody that's still doing it, trying to make it here trying to make their their name and music here it's really hard so yeah mm-hmm. um sorry Sav, i just want to say yo thank you for having this interview like Clap it up. Clap yes. it up. you know what Clap i mean i'm gonna say that for sure because it's like you know that that anime segment i think like <laughs> that's something that could be a podcast in itself yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, we should definitely invite me to a podcast where you can talk about that stuff. That would be for it. sure. I think that should be, yeah. It that could be a, be a thing. Th- like, it could be a thing, yeah. Yeah. So, so yo, like I just want to say thank you so much. Like, I'm happy that we had this second interview. Um to get to know you more and all that when it comes to like Am everything. I there? Music and all can that you stuff. see me? Hmm? Oh, you're frozen a little we, bit. We hear you. We hear you. Oh, there you are. Uh oh, we hear you. Check, check, one, two, three. Hello. Yeah, I think we were saying. Can you hear me? Yeah. See, this is why I don't like Bell. If you're with Bell, I mean. What? Okay. 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 Can you see me? Okay. Yeah, technical difficulties with my intro. Again. But yeah, you know, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You know, mm-hmm. definitely um, hit me up if you want to talk about anime stuff. I'm definitely interested, mm-hmm. uh, especially if you want to talk about games or anything like that. You know, maybe we should do something where you, we um, play some games and talk about anime and just stream that if people want to see that. Hey, hey yo, I'm on, t- I'm on Twitch. Follow me at Lou Pistols. <laughs> I'll just say that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, message me after. Message me after. All right, yo. Um... Wait, 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 before, before, wait, are we ending off? Mm-hmm. Is there any questions no, no, or anything? To, um, I think, I think that was it for questions. I'm not too sure. I don't have it like on my thing. Because oh. I got a question. Okay. Since oh, okay. We are, okay. Year of the Savage is coming out. 
we know the people we 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 know we're expecting it on friday but can we either get mm-hmm. a little sample of your mm-hmm. savage and if we're if we're we have to wait till friday then can we get a little mm-hmm. bit of you spitting on the spot because i know you are okay clean when it comes to freestyle and i've seen you as you evolved over the t- over the years so mm. okay us. okay well i'll give you a little sample of you're the savage hey. okay um, so um a little backstory on that um you know I, the writing process of that i wrote a different hook and then mm-hmm. I realized that, no, I think this verse, how I started this verse would sound better as a hook. So I think that me saying that opening line is kind of the part, it does what I wanted it to do. You literally saying what I want to happen with the song. So song starts off, like, had some things in my head. Those things pushed me ahead. Hunger for the cheese and the bread. Fall back, that's what they said. Ball so hard, hurt my leg. Fuck calm, they gone for the leg. They push till I'm close to the edge. This off the rocket, like off of the meds. Handling my business with beads and the dreads. What will I invest? Well, I guess that depends. Want to bring me down, so I'll up my defense. She texts me, I'm cute, and got left in dissent. In suspense. Some things to these men just don't make no sense. Shit don't sink in because their head is too dense. Shut the fuck up is what I recommend. Or I'm going to give you something that'll make you recollect. If you cross me, then you never will again. From the B side, you know, I represent Red Nook, Tom McGill, and other bands. And I'm punctuating like the ending of a sentence. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 we're not gonna spoil it for you guys. No, I mean, we're not. You we're not. you have to hear it with the beat. It's you okay. have to hear it with the beat. Okay. I just said it for you slower so that you can hear what it I'm kind of intertwined too. Okay, and then like it started to pick up. You're of the savage. Yes. yes. Okay. You're the savage. All right. You know, I'm blending Every those two styles. Friday night. Yes. Friday. Friday. Okay. All right. All right. Is there any way like where can they follow you and find you on the internet? So you guys can follow me on pretty much every social media under siren sav except for twitter it's siren underscore sav um and yeah so instagram facebook youtube youtube i have my own channel and there's also a channel that's specifically just the music that i put out that will be uh, automatically uploaded on there and soundcloud definitely if you guys want to hear more of where I started and maybe some some freestyles and stuff my SoundCloud is kind of just where I'm gonna toss my music that you know maybe there's some reason why I can't put it out where you know I have to go through that whole process of releasing the song just put on SoundCloud so I feel like you know people really want to know Siren Sav definitely check out my SoundCloud and follow me on there so Siren Sav S-I-R-E-N, S-A-V, everything. Okay, okay, okay. I just want to say thank you again for um, no problem. Um, being a part of this um, podcast. I want to thank you for that. Um, uh, for everybody that's been here, thank you for being on this interview. Um, uh, if you have any questions, yes. send it to askthevent at gmail.com. Um, Year of the Savage is coming out on February 26th. Hey. You know, save that on iTunes and um, all um, platforms. Is, all platforms. It's be on sorry. everything. 
Okay, on yeah. everything. And um, thank you for being here. Um, this is the event. And we out. Peace.